0: I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gigillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig with details.
1: Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health.
2: Episode 280 How to Take Care of Your Clothes, No Sewing Necessary. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money. embrace simplicity, and live a
1: richer life. life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill.
2: Mm, 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 mm. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And today we are talking about preserving the longevity of your clothes, because when you're buying fewer clothes, you obviously want them to last longer. But even if you love clothes and that's something you value, you want to take care of them because you're going to be buying probably nicer clothes. Yeah. And it's a hot take to
3: say no sewing necessary. Well, we're talking- To look at taking care of your clothes without sewing.
2: We're talking about longevity more than we're talking about mending. Uh, We do have some other episodes that where we kind of touch on that. But I am not a sewer. I don't own a sewing machine. When we have something needing mending, I send it to my mother or to Jill. And so I didn't want me to see this episode and not listen because it's not accessible to me. So this is accessible to everyone.
3: Mm. Speaking of doing the least, that's our sponsor today. (laughs) (laughs) It's about working smarter, not harder, or just doing the bare minimum to get by because it's been a long week. And it's, it's long week after long week, and it's doing the least. Wherever you find yourself, whether working smarter, not harder, or it's been a long week, we're here for you. And one of the ways we're here for you besides this podcast is with our new Debt-Free Stories series. Pew, pew, it's pew. a series of interviews with fellow frugal friends listeners talking to us about their debt-free journeys and stories and telling us how they paid off debt. So it's got all the motivation and fun that you're looking for. Even if you're in a time of doing the least, this is a great way for you to do very minimal just by going to Frugal Friends podcast on YouTube and checking out the debt-free stories and then see what happens from there. Maybe it'll motivate you to not do the
2: least. Hmm. That was inspirational.
3: Yep. Jill. Thank you. Especially
2: yeah. at a time in my life where I am doing the least, where I've, it's been a long week. And uh, when we are recording this, it is Monday at 1 p.m. And it has been a long week for me. <laughs> it's already a long week. <laughs> and I didn't, this is the first thing I've Mondays done are today. Tough. Right? Mondays are tough.
3: We live an entire oh, week in that gosh. one day.
2: Yeah. It all but gets better are. from
3: here, though. It all gets better from here. You know what makes Whenever. it even better? Debt-free stories on YouTube. I can't say it without singing it.
2: Absolutely. And you shouldn't. Please, please, please search Frugal Friends on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel and turn on notifications so you get notified. We've got 10 of these that we'll be releasing over February and into March. So there are some already up. There are more to come. You are going to love them. Yes. I love them. Yes. And so much love. I know you will too. So let's talk about mending or let's talk about taking care of your clothes. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So if you want information on mending or just saving money on clothes in general, check out episode 211, which we've got how to save money on clothes. And then episode 228 tips for creating a capsule wardrobe. That is a fan favorite. Everybody loves the capsule wardrobe episode. Hear it all the time. So definitely check that one out. That one pairs minimalism with frugality to create this capsule wardrobe that isn't restrictive, but does capitalize on your unique style and also saves you money. So those are really good ones to queue up for after. But let's talk about longevity. And this is more of a Jill episode, (laughs) for sure. So Jill, take take us to the first headline.
3: The first one comes from Simple Lionheart Life. I like lions. So that's great for me. And it's talking about how to take care of your clothes and help your simplified wardrobe last longer. So this is not just talking about extending the life of our clothing, but sprinkled throughout, it's chatting about simplifying our wardrobe as well. Or once we've simplified, how do we make it last longer? And I do appreciate some of the introduction before it gets into the various tips that I think can keep people from simplifying a wardrobe of, I mean, first of all, just I won't have as many options, but then it can also bring the question of, won't my clothes wear out faster if I have less? And reality is, and we've seen this mentioned kind of across the board, and we just know it based on our own lifestyles, is that we tend to, regardless of the size of our wardrobe, wear only about 20% of our clothes 80% of the time. -hmm. So chances are what you're wearing is already just your simplified wardrobe. And we can clear some of that clutter by getting rid of, donating, passing on to someone else the clothes that you're just simply not wearing. And we'll get into more tips later, but not having jam-packed closets is going to be another way of extending the life of our clothing, allowing some of that airflow and that kind of a thing. So I just appreciated that Statement and acknowledgement here that it and it's kind of a motivator for me too of yes, keep a simplified wardrobe so that you're just actually you just actually keep on hand the things that you wear, but then in general, it's probably going to be the things that you act that you really like. It's that's what I say all the time. People think I'm always dressed up except for right now. I don't know if anyone's ever going to be able to watch this video,
2: but I am <laughs> this not is currently Jill dressed on another up. level.
3: Usually though, it it looks like I am. People will often be like, "Whoa, where are you going?" And I'm like, "Nowhere. I just don't have <laughs> Truly, I'm not going anywhere. I'm sitting at home." <laughs> but I don't have many clothes, so the clothes that I do have, I really like. I have really pared it down to what I enjoy. And so then when we get to that point, we feel higher motivation to take care of it, to extend the life. And I think that there's some really great tips in here. So I'll just, we're not going to go through all of them, but our favorites, The first is to use less heat. So when we are washing our clothes, generally, if we're not doing the hottest of hot, hot waters and drying it all the way through on the highest of hot temperatures in the dryer, we're going to extend the life of the clothing. When we use a lot of heat, whether that's in water or in the drying process. It can shrink our clothes. It can just be really harsh on it. I mean, similar to our hair, right? They say like heat damage to the hair, heat damage to clothing happens as well in a variety of different ways. So that's one way we can be gentle. It's also really great for our utility bill if we are primarily washing in cold water, using less electricity for the heat, whether that means we're just kind of doing Doing a tumble dry and then hanging the rest to dry, or we're just completely drying, air drying it from the washing machine that serves so many different purposes of helping our wallets, helping our clothes. So use less heat,
2: do less. Do less. You can always do less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I think this goes for like ironing as well. I was reading in a few articles, like just overall. Keep more heat away from your clothes, and the colors and the quality will be preserved longer. And so even doing shorter, drier settings, I know we've said this before, you can, if you don't want to line dry for a really long time, which who has time for that, then dry for a shorter amount of time until it's mostly dry, and then you can just lay them out on your bed to dry the rest of the way. It works. So that is my, that's my personal experience. So, and you can hang more things with hangers if you have the room. And then once they're dry, they're already on hangers and you just put them in your closet. There you go. Why use a line? It's fine. Uh, So number two is one that I like a lot and it's only wash clothes when they are dirty. And so there are a lot of rules for and and feelings about how often you should wash things. Mm -hmm. So I have seen for at least like underwear, sports bras, workout clothes after you work out, socks, like those things you should wash after every wearing. But everything else for the most part, can go two to five wears Mm -hmm. without washing. I think I saw for, like, bras and pajamas, it's, like, two to three wears. And for jeans, shirts, especially if it's, like, out. If you're wearing, like, an undershirt, maybe two to three. If you're wearing over shirts, four to five. But, yeah, honestly do what's in your comfort zone because this is, you live a unique life. And some days you sweat more than others. Like obviously in the summer in Florida, we're doing much more laundry than we are in the winter. So I don't know if you can go by like those rules specifically, but those are the general guidelines I was reading. I usually wear my pajamas for a week. I don't know if that's gross. Oh, for sure. Okay. Now,
3: no. No, <laughs> I, like, I wear my pajamas right. for a week. I also yeah. if I wear socks at night, I know that's like a hot take. People think they are are at various ends of that. There's not even a spectrum. It's like <laughs> <laughs> They're good. I know. Here's where we're getting to. Now we're we'll getting to the night. hot takes. All right. Uh, here we I'll are. I'll even put, like, take my socks off then in the morning and keep them by the side of the bed. Cause what am I doing in Same. the night? I don't Same. need to wash them after just wearing yes. them one night through the night. Amen. Uh, another hot take. You may not be as on board with this, but. I so I exercise at home. So I will wear the same exercise outfit for the week. I just keep it hung up on a hook in my bathroom. And I don't wash that those clothes until the end of the week. All I'm doing is getting sweaty in it. So I might as well just keep sweating in it and then
2: wash it. But I can. Mine are very gross. I wash it after everywhere.
3: I'm not saying it's not gross. (laughs) It's just (laughs) what I do. (gasps) Okay, (laughs) that's how I get away with not having like 10 exercise outfits. I just have two that I have on rotation. There you go. But I can be guilty of washing things when they're not actually dirty as a way of quickly picking up and feeling like I cleaned. And that is something I've had to challenge myself with of if it's not dirty, actually put it on the hanger, put it away. Don't just throw it in the laundry basket because that's easier.
2: Here is my solution for that is I got like a blanket ladder and I put it next to my dresser. So if I've worn something and it's not dirty yet, but I don't want to put it back into my dresser and I don't want to put it in the dirty clothes, also don't want to it on the floor, then I hang it on the blanket ladder. <gasps> I love that. you so got that, that, that for is my Eric. Solution. He has
3: clothes just like everywhere, and I'm always like, Do you want this cleaned? He's like, No, I know. I've I'm only thinking of it doing once. it for Travis.
2: Um, I was only thinking about myself when uh-huh. I got it, but you can find blanket ladders everywhere buy nothing groups, thrift stores. I love that tip. Yeah, blank ladders. Okay. Just a ladder. Get a ladder. Wow. There you go.
3: Look at us cooking with gas. My next favorite on here is number four take simple steps to protect clothes in the laundry. Okay. I feel militant about this. And I know a lot of my friends who don't do stuff like this and they end She's up looking at me with <laughs> only because me. we're podcasting together. I don't know what happens for you. I just know. <laughs> This happens for a lot of people, is Uh not being super careful with how we put things into the washing machine. And that can be simple steps like zipping up our zippers, buttoning our buttons, emptying our pockets, turning shirts inside out. This is especially important with like sweaters that can pill or shirts with prints or logos on them. It can protect the threading, the decals, the whatnot if we turn it inside out. And I know that these are extra steps, but they will prolong the life of our clothes. I have had clothes, a lot of the holes, I know we're gonna be talking about ways to mend without sewing but a lot of times holes in our clothing happen because we've not done these steps and you've got jean zippers just bouncing around with everything else just shredding shredding, not in a good way not like the musical shredding the, the shredding of our clothing that we've spent hard-earned money on <laughs> and even yeah. worse if we don't check the pockets holy smokes what's in there a sharpie like oh why did why we I leave stopped, sharpies
2: in our pants i stopped washing my clothes with travis's clothes <laughs> and i make him do his own laundry because the number of things like i can't do it all the time i will i'll do i kind of prep my cl- my clothes for washing when i'm taking them off so when it's yes. going into the yes. washing machine It's going into the water. I'm not rechecking it. Mm -hmm. I'm not turning things inside out at that point. Yeah. I have washed clothes with uh, and gotten pen stains on them. I once washed my clothes and he had a packet of honey mustard from Chick-fil-A. No. No. And the clothes came out dirtier (gasps) than when they went in. Oh, geez. And... And he's always bringing home like nuts and bolts and screws and nails yep. from work. Yuck. And um, that's just, I can't. Good I'm for like, you. I'm like, you're going to, and he doesn't care, he'll wear shirts with holes in them. And I'm like, <laughs> you're. He's like, I like the screws shredding in the washing yeah, machine. Yeah, he loves, he loves shreds, shredding. <laughs> and uh, if you, you got to give grace to your partner that is that way. But you don't have to subject yourself to it.
3: But here's the thing: if you're che- if you are checking the pant pockets and everything, that's just going to prolong the life of your appliances. It is not so great true. for a washing machine or a dryer to have nuts, bolts, screws, pens, coins just bouncing yeah.
2: around, shredding, shredding clothing, shredding appliances. You're right. You're right. It's something I will. I will look into. (laughs) I will have a stern talking to him about Mm, it mm, with my finger (laughs) out pointing to the sky. Yeah, your finger will be there for that. Yes. All right. My next favorite is to treat stains before they set. This comes along with that making sure things are ready before they go in. Because when things are going into the wash, I just don't, like, that's it for me. I'm not rechecking things. Yeah. So if I am, if I know I'm going to do a wash in the next, like, day or something, I'll just treat the stuff early and let it kind of sit, which I don't know if is the best method. But most of the times I'm not doing that. Most of the time I am setting the stain up next, I'm setting, instead of putting it in my laundry basket, I'm bringing it to the laundry room and putting it next to the uh, washer. Mm -hmm. So that way I know, okay, this needs to be treated Mm -hmm. before stuff goes in. Mm -hmm. So that is usually what I'm doing.
3: If it's your own clothes and you know it as a stain happens, it is best to just address it right then and there if possible. Mm-hmm. But yeah, otherwise, before it goes into the wash because once it's washed, that's usually then how a stain sets if it wasn't treated.
2: Yeah, usually the stain has already been there for several hours, so there before I notice it. So there is no immediate spot treating in my life. I wish there was, but it just doesn't happen.
3: Uh, bonus tip. That my mom used to do. Shout out to Brenda on this one. If you're doing laundry for a household, if you're not Jen, who's making everyone do their own wash, which I respect mad props do less. But I have to do
2: Kai's laundry.
3: So, so there you go. If you're doing it for other people and they're able, they're somewhat functioning, able bodied people. One of the things my mom did when we were growing up was to have us knot our clothing, like put a knot in it if it had a stain, like needed to be treated somewhere. So then when she was going through the wash and adding it into the washing machine and came across like a knotted shirt, sweatshirt, pants, you name it, she'd know there's a stain somewhere on here and be able to treat it. So it wasn't like you have to check every single article of clothing for do I need to treat something on here. I thought that was like a nice hack.
2: Good job, Brenda. That is good. Way to go, Brenda. Yeah. Yeah. That I would just, I'm um, gonna make my kids treat their own stains. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> gonna... They are doing their own laundry at five. Yeah. Kai has about a year and a half left of me doing this for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he better, he better. Make some moves to learning laundry.
3: (laughs) Take advantage of it while he has you. Mm
2: -hmm. All
3: right. The last one I'll note on this list is number nine, to store clothes properly. And the reason that I picked this primarily is because I have been victim to not storing clothes properly. And I know how much it can damage and not prolong the life of clothing when we don't do this right with particularly airflow, needing airflow through your clothing. I used to be, you all know this, heavy on the thrift stores and yard sales and just collecting things because it was just a good deal. Since those times, I've become far more minimal. But in my days of having a lot, I would just Shove it all into the closet. And I've gotten, like, my clothes have gotten moldy because they're just like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I get there's not a whole lot of airflow in most closets. So then, if there's any kind of moisture in the air, it can get trapped in the clothing and there's not airflow and it gets mold. And then that doesn't come out. Yeah, it's not good. So, definitely not packing your closet. Super full, making sure that there's space in between. But they also had some decent tips. If you ever do look up this article, You can check the link in our show notes. It has pictures of various ways to like store sweaters and pull the arms of sweaters up over the hangers. I so thought that was like
2: really interesting. Yeah. The way they, the pictures, they put the arms over the shoulders so the arms don't stretch out.
3: Uh huh. Who'd have thought? I know. And this is something I've noticed too. But if you are primarily hanging things, which I think is a great way to store clothing, having more quality. Hang- hangers, which you can still find those at thrift stores, yard sales, buy nothing groups. But they better hangers over your your just wire hangers are going to allow the clothing to hang better. It'll avoid some of those like pointy parts in the shoulders. It'll keep the clothes from falling off the hanger. So hanging them properly, having airflow... Oh, and also, if you are storing some seasonal clothes, truly making sure that the clothes are clean, do that final load of wash. Make sure that they are fully dry and then in a sealed container because, again, mold issues, but also bug issues depending on where you're going to put the clothing and then also so that when you reopen them up, it's not like super gross and smelly because you've cleaned them already. And all of these things will prolong the life of the clothes that you love now
2: that you have minimized your closet. Amen. Um, My last one that I'm going to bring up is buy as good of quality as you can afford. Mm. Because the better the quality of the garment, the longer it's going to be able to be cared for. Because if you're still buying the cheapest $3 fast fashion clearance items over and over and over, those things aren't going to be able to be preserved for as long as better quality fabrics, better quality blends, better quality stitching, all of that stuff. So really do look at the quality of the clothing that you are buying. If you are buying less, then you can afford to pay a little more for better quality. And we're not talking about like buying new. Even you can buy gently used or brand new stuff. From online stores like Poshmark and ThreadUp, uh, you can go to consignment stores or to these like these buyback places like Plato's Closet, and they have now they're popping up with even better ones that are kind of like individually owned. But there are so many ways to get brand new or barely worn. Really good quality mm-hmm. clothing. And that's kind of what we are advocating for. Not the, you know, not the thrift store stuff that's on its last leg because that is just as bad as buying the $3 fast fat. I mean, okay, not just as bad. It's better for the environment. But as for longevity and what you're spending, it's about on par with that. So we're looking for better quality, but not full price Mm
3: -hmm. is ideal. Mm -hmm. And make sure you really like it because even if you're only spending two or $3 at the thrift store, it's not going to mean much if you're just going to be throwing it away in a few months. So finding the quality clothes that you really like that are staple pieces that you can wear often and take care of it. And man, does this just breed contentment? I have bought so much fewer clothing in the last few years just by doing these things, Mm -hmm. really enjoying the things that I buy, making sure that pretty much everything I wear I really like and caring for the things as I go has bred so much contentment, so much less time wasted just shopping and spending money And I like my closet. I like the things in my closet. And they're not going moldy because
2: it's not jam-packed. Amen. Amen. My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post-clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless, when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month
3: To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's monarchmone com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial.
2: So that brings us to our next article, how to fix clothes without sewing? It's specifically how to fix a hole in clothes without sewing. Jen loves hey. this one. This
3: one's for you. This is your part of the episode where you shine.
2: I mean, this is personally just something I wanted to know. <laughs> yeah, so that's why
3: it's I here had no idea about. I mean, there's only three things on this list, but I did mm-hmm. I did not know about two of them.
2: Yeah, so we're gonna we're just going to talk about. There's three in here, right? Yeah, there's three. We're going to talk about all three.
3: Yeah, I mean, certainly this is only going to be super useful for you if you've got a hole in your clothes that you don't want to sew. But when else are you sewing? But you are going to need to, like, go to this article for the details on it. Like, we'll give an overview, but Mm -hmm. this is not going to be the exact tutorial on how to with these items. Just an overview so you know that this exists.
2: Well yeah, it's it's in the hopes of the next time you have a hole in your clothing or something gets messed up. You remember this art this episode and you're like, oh, yeah, let me Google that. Yeah. You don't know what to Google until you know what to Google. So here's what to Google.
3: And yeah, right. And back to prevention though, before you even get to this stage. Avoiding holes altogether is going to come from taking care of your clothes in some of the ways that we just outlined. So you don't even have to like do any of this stuff. But if you do, if you do have to patch a hole and you don't want to sew, what can you do, Jen? What's one way?
2: Well, the first thing is to get a patch. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Go figure. That's the one I knew about. I have heard of this. So uh, they are saying it can be tricky though because you'll want to use a patch from the same fabric to obtain the best results. And right now in this picture, they are patching a flannel with a piece of denim. And I don't know if you can say that those are the same fabric, (laughs) but I think if you're using the same piece of cotton like blend, or hopefully maybe you're buying 100% cotton. That is the best. That's ideal. That's prime. And then you've got your 100% cotton patch. Again, prime. There you go. They don't have to be the same exact. But I think the fab... So they sell fabric patches too. And from what my mom used to do, she would just iron it on. Mm -hmm. Just the patch on the back. Mm -hmm. And... I don't know if she would wash it before. I don't think you can wash it before. But there's got to be a trick in the instructions that say, like, because you can't you can't put new wine in old wine skins, mm. you know? Mm. You can't put new Isn't patches on truth? old shirts. So <laughs> there's got to be some trick, like pre-washed fabric patch. Or maybe it's good if it shrinks because it just kind of pulls the hole together more. <laughs> Maybe, but they say you can also use fabric glue if you want to get really like close fabrics, if you don't want to get like an iron-on fabric patch. Mm -hmm. So those are the patch methods. Yeah, and I
3: I hadn't really thought about putting it on the other side, like the inside of the clothing. Mm -hmm. Whenever I think of patches, I think the outside, these kind of really large and in charge separate pieces Of very different looking fabric sewn onto it. And that's not, you could do that, but that's not what we're talking about. It's just kind of like covering it up on the inside with fabric, which, yeah, you may not even notice depending on how closely you can.
2: Yeah. Hopefully it's a, it's a hole and not like a gash. Like that's a different thing. Mm -hmm. I think You need to find the sewing episode for that one. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
3: Okay, so this one I, I was not aware of. And they're calling it the disappearing act using a fusing web. So... This is something that you could buy from the craft store is a fusing web. It can be also used for like appliques and quilts, but also on your clothing with a hole. And it's a type of fiber that melts when heated. So it comes in a variety of weights and it ideally would be best if you choose the weight that kind of most closely matches the clothing. Uh, and so y- you would need an iron for this, but you flip the clothes inside out and you might need some parchment paper to kind of help with the heat, have it not get stuck to the iron itself. And essentially like the fusing web kind of like melts the fibers of the fabric to get like together with it. Like as the fusing web melts, it kind of pulls the fabric together and Pretty much kind of makes it look like the hole disappears. Of course, you're going to need to make sure that it works with the type of fabric that you have. I imagine this would be best for your smaller holes in your clothing, but this one just sounds really great for fixing some of those minor, minor holes in perfection. Yeah, it's also called clothing.
2: fusible web. I'm Googling it now because it's just, it doesn't make sense to me how it works, but it looks like it works.
3: It probably like the the product itself, the fusing stuff probably is melting and as it's melting it's like bringing all of the fibers of the clothing together with it. Mm. Okay, I trust it. <laughs> I trust it. Let's try it. I doubt that this would work great on like silk or fabric that is a lot more a lot less porous, if I can describe fabric in that way. Probably better on like your cottons, but I would imagine that the fusing web would give that those types of instructions. This okay, article. Okay, so does it not comes say. in different
2: weights. It comes in different weights. Yeah. So if you're having a lightweight fabric, you use a light fusible web. Wow. Get a heavy fabric. Oh man, get a this is so one. cool! I want to try it out. Rolls, various widths. Try it out. Wow. Report
3: back, friends. Mm-hmm. All right, Jen, what's the third one?
2: Hemming tape, <laughs> not Ooh. Hemingway. So... So this is another adhesive kind of solution that you can substitute for sewing, uh, called hemming tape. And these are just good things to know because so many people will clear out their sewing kits. And if you see something like this at like a thrift store or a yard sale or something, and you know what it is, then you can get it and be prepared with it. But it it is just another heat activated, repair tape, essentially. Mm -hmm. So it comes in thick or thin. Thick is used for, you know, canvas, corduroy, denim, wool, suede. While the thin one is like cotton, chiffon, linen, rayon, silk. And there will be instructions hopefully on the hemming tape, but this is, it looks like very similar to the fusible web and how you use it.
3: And I think these kinds of fixes are so worth it When we are buying the more quality, when we really like the clothes that we have, I think when we're kind of just getting the throwaway, the fast fashion, we get a hole in something and who cares, just chuck it. But what we're advocating for is moving away from that mentality, finding a more simple wardrobe of the things that you really enjoy, taking care of them, learning how to mend things, don't even have to have a sewing skill set. But I think sometimes it can sound silly, like, why are we talking about patching our clothing? But I think when we really like the things that we're wearing and we want to extend the life of them, why not? And I have had so many articles of clothing have various things in them. A button falls off or yes, Mm -hmm. I get a small hole in it or a stain. And because I love the things that I wear, I want to know how to repair this, how to fix it, how to make this look better so I can keep wearing it and not just throw it out just because there's a pen size hole. In it, or just because there's this stain that I didn't have the energy to look up how to treat that type of stain. But finding that energy, hopefully, we can be that motivation to say, let's do the thing. We don't mm-hmm. have to have this broad skill set to fix our clothing, but let's find clothing we like and let's take care of it.
2: Yeah. And just having literally the base knowledge to know what to Google, I think, is really helpful of getting over that barrier to entry.
3: Do you know what has very low barrier to entry? Super attainable. Mm -hmm. uh, Anyone could do it.
2: You're not going to want to Google it. The The Bill Bill of the the week. Week.
1: time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. Hi, Jen and Jill. This is Franz. And now officially two years after bankruptcy, we knocked our APR down on our auto loan by two percentage points this week. My wife thinks it's a little silly because we're only saving ten dollars a month, but I'm super excited. Keep up the great work.
2: Oh, Franz, thank you for calling in that bill. It's not stupid. It's great. Ten dollars, you know what you could do with ten dollars? You could buy dinner. At Taco Bell. <laughs> yes. For yourself. You could and run. then bring it home to your wife and be like <laughs> You thought this was stupid, so I'm going to eat this Taco Bell.
3: <laughs> you could probably buy some fusing web, too. Uh, like a For couple sure. rolls. I don't know if it comes in a roll or what, but to buy some fusing, fusing web to fix mm-hmm. your clothes. Plenty yes. you can do with $10, but you know what? It's not just about the monetary amount. It's about the deeper choices and awareness that's happening here of doing well with your finances, paying attention to interest rates, wanting to pay down car loans. Like there's so much more attached to what you're describing. And we just want to say well done and thank yes. you for your bill.
2: There are so many valid reasons to be proud of you, but also go get some Taco Bell. <laughs> go do it. This is really important You've to Jen. you earned it. <laughs> you have earned it if you
3: all listening cut a bill a taco bell's worth amount or you're just out here being a person named bill you know the drill Frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill we're here we need you we actually do really need you now we got two episodes a week a lot of space for all you bills
2: yeah if you have big bill energy give <laughs> us a call please
3: M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal. For your extended 30-day free trial, go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial.
0: AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic.
3: Uh, Now it's time for the lightning
2: round. round. (laughs) Super Uh, vulnerable. Yes. This one's not too vulnerable. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I agree with yours too. Okay, so the question is what do you hate most about laundry? Mm, Go for it, Jen. Okay, so besides finding Chick fil A honey (laughs) mustard.
3: Not just because it ruined the clothing, but because the honey mustard packet now was wasted. Oh,
2: it ruined the honey mustard. I mean, I just had to wash it again. It's not like the pen, the pen that opened up and just (laughs) destroyed half the wash. I I can't with that man. I love him dearly, but I can't with his laundry. I hate folding. Mm -hmm. And Travis says it's because I fold I use the I do the Konmari method of folding. Mm -hmm. So it does take a smidge longer, but it allows me to place my clothes in face up like like I can see It's stacked. I like it, can see everything. Yeah. Versus just the top one thing. Yeah. And I like that because when I put the laundry in, I put it in the back. So I cycle through everything. Like I know what I'm wearing and what I'm not wearing. Yeah. So if something stays at the front too long, it just leaves. But so I have a reason I do it. And Travis, you know says that's why I hate folding. But I think I hate folding just, and I just hate folding. Yeah. That's a chore
3: I don't mind because it's the one thing you can do and be productive while doing, sitting and maybe even watching TV. Like to me, that's a, oh, I'm being productive. I'm doing a chore, but yet I get to sit. Like any other chore is standing, moving around, bending. I have to wait till
2: Kai goes to bed because he will unfold what I have folded. Because he'll want to help. He's like, "Can I help?" And then he'll take the folded stuff and help do that. Mm. And and so I have to wait.
3: (laughs) So it sounds like you've got a ways to go for him to be doing his own laundry in a year and a half. You're right. Um, another hack there, although I don't know if this is any better, but I hang most of my stuff. So there's a very minimal folding. When you when you minimize your wardrobe, you don't have to have a bunch of different places that it goes. You could just mm-hmm. hang everything and it can all fit in your closet because you don't have too much.
2: Yes. That will be my solution soon. Mm-hmm. Right now I have probably about 15 inches worth of closet space um 15 inches yeah. for uh, for all of the hanging and uh, I've used it to its max so careful I'm right old. now yeah <laughs> well it's open air there's no doors on the closet <laughs> that's, good. that's good it's really a dumpster fire right now cuz the rack the hanging rack actually collapsed and it's just one of the many things collapsing on this house <laughs> and So I'm just, and I have so many maternity clothes right now. Like, So I have this whole wardrobe that I don't want to get rid of because I will go back to it. But I have this whole wardrobe that I have to be in right now. So that's just kind of like hanging out. Mm -hmm. Like those clothes are just out. Yeah, that's tough. It's it's such a weird stage that I'm in right now. Yeah. And I'm not even trying to be cute about it. (laughs) Doing the least. It's just there. I am doing the least. <laughs> uh, Jill,
3: how about you? So this doesn't have anything to do with clothing, but it does have something to do with I laundry. Agree.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with you. really
3: this. don't like remaking the bed. It's the worst. oh, it's one of the reasons the that I worst. wait so long to wash my sheets <laughs> because remaking the bed. and it's not just about, putting the sheets back on the bed. It's also about pulling the comforter. And if there's extra pillows or blankets on the bed, finding a spot to put that while you put the other, it's just a lot of moving big blankets around Mm
1: -hmm. and
3: wrestling things and hoping my nails don't break.
2: (laughs) Wow, I haven't had that one, but I have to take my watch off to get the fitted sheet between the headboard. Like, yeah. And I just can't do much anyway. So I actually saw this Instagram reel that was too real about this girl coming out of her bedroom. She's like huffing and puffing and the (laughs) things like, did you just work out? And she's like, no, I just made the bed. (laughs) And I was like, yeah. Yeah. You're right, <laughs> yeah, I'm about
3: to be making beds constantly when we have the Airbnb up and running mm-hmm. but I'm hoping i'll I'll have to report back, but we just got a platform bed, so literally there's no amount of space that the mattress drops down into the bed because that's really the worst. you gotta like lift mm-hmm. up the mattress to get the fitted sheet around the corner of the bed, drop it down, scrape yourself. it's just yeah, it's ra- wrestling. But this one, platform bed, I'm thinking it's going to be the key to making yeah, this better. I hope me. you're
2: right. I hope you're right. And I, I hope you listening can find comfort in these struggles that we have. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope that you will share with us your own struggles about caring for your clothes, and sewing, and making the bed. (laughs) Especially if you're in our membership, the Frugal Friends Club. A lot of you know that we have a membership for our listeners who are paying off debt, uh, and we do monthly money challenges. We have courses, we offer accountability groups, and we want to congratulate one of our members for a win. This is Debbie. And back in December, she said, I am ready. For my Christmas present, I'm going to ask my husband to choose one of the book club books to read together. I have been looking for a way to share some of the financial load with him and TBH getting a little pushback. And this is a great way. And her update is that he said yes to the book club. So he's going to read One of our book club books. Yeah. So like way to go. Debbie, (laughs) Debbie has been on this, this mission to share the load and you're getting Mm -hmm. you're making steps this is not the first one you are making steps
3: this is such a great idea i think we've talked about this before in episodes about how to get your partner on board and usually when you can identify a third thing like something outside of one of the two of you trying to convince the other and play tug of war but finding a resource whether it's a podcast or a book to both be listening to share your thoughts on those that can be one of the best ways to have mutual buy-in and kind of shared understanding around a topic. This is just such a great idea and then a fun activity to do together. So great job, Debbie. Mm-hmm.
2: So thank you for listening. If you want to check out our membership uh, where we have all kinds of courses, interviews, challenges, and more, head to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash club to check it out. See you next time. Frugal Friends is produced by Eric Siriani. Jill, should we get a little more vulnerable? Okay. Okay. And there will be no protection. (laughs) Well, and there will be no protection. So there can be. I'll protect myself. Okay. How um how often do you wash your (laughs) bedsheets? I wasn't
3: prepared for that. (laughs) Oh yeah, not as often as I should. However, mm-hmm. I am proud to report that I did just wash my sheets yesterday, so I'm Ooh. feeling real good right now. I do. This is like a weird fun fact. I don't know if it's that fun. Maybe just weird fact about me. <laughs> it's <a> weird fact <laughs> is I'm that. Fact. I really like to have my house clean before I leave for a trip. It's Mm -hmm. like my special treat to myself when I come back. I'm not alone in that. I know there's a lot of people like that. And so like clean sheets, clean floor, clean bathroom. It's so nice to come back to. So we're about to leave. We leave tomorrow for just head back north and I clean my sheets in preparation for that. But otherwise, Mm. I mean, if I don't have a trip for a few
2: months. (laughs) You can't (sighs) disgust me.
3: I know. I honestly, (laughs) I'd love to say it's every two weeks and like potentially that's true, but more likely it might be once a month.
2: I'm a once a month girl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely a once a month girl. And I just, I, I hate putting the sheets on the bed that much. Yeah. Yeah. I just hate that.
3: Yeah, and time goes by so quickly that right you, you think I just did this, and it's like no, sweetheart, you did that when it was a different season. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I yeah, and I forget, and I'm like, oh, should we change the sheets? Oh, it's been a month. Yeah, <sighs> well, but okay, you know what? yeah, you're, we should more than more than
3: putting the sheets back on the bed. I hate folding the sheets.
2: Folding the fitted Folding sheet. Folding the fitted <laughs> sheet. Uh-uh. Yes. Actually,
3: I'm decently good at it,
2: <laughs> but I gave up. I don't fold I it. I would rather I roll it.
3: Yeah. So when I <laughs> when I wash the sheets, that's smart. I know someone who like wash washes when they wash them. If they're not putting them back on the bed, they just throw it all into a pillowcase. So then they know when they can just like grab a pillowcase out of the linen closet. It has everything in it: flat sheet, mm-hmm. fitted sheet, extra pillowcases. In, that's a your stuff's going to be wrinkly. But I mean, that's a great hack. Yeah. So because I hate folding it so much, then I just put the things that I just washed back on the bed. Mm-hmm. So that, that that's great. But then it can also confuse me to not really remember when was the last time I washed the sheets because I'm never, the sheets never look different. Like it's always my white sheets that I'm using. So who knows? And I'm not keeping a calendar. I'm just going no. off of what feels
2: right. And what feels mm-hmm. right is every six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. When we pay the mortgage, <laughs> I know it's time to change the sheets. <laughs> there you go.
3: But the mortgage yeah. payment is automatic. And so... there you go. There's the problem. So many problems. Oopsies. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I just change the sheets every time I wet the
2: bed. That's probably smart. That's, prob- that's probably the way to go. That's
1: probably the way to go.
2: If I didn't urinate in the bed, then we're good to go. Why not? It's fine.
1: Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With our flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit TrinitySchool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to TrinitySchool.org. That's TrinitySchool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life, transform the world.
0: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring.